All right, welcome back to Allison Homies. I'm here with uh, TikTok star John Bernard. How are you, brother? Good, mate. Good, mate. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> it's a pleasure of mine. Uh, so this came about through, I can't remember what video it was. I think it was me saying Gutho is overrated or Parramatta's the Tottenham of the NRL. Yeah. And you followed from that video. I did. I, I see you come up on TikTok all the time. I love the takes. So it's, um, it's nice seeing other rugby league creators and... Um, no, I, I, I watch all your stuff, so it's uh, it's nice to be on. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Now, well, on that para take though, <laughs> I think I took them early on, like because I had a podcast, the B team. Yeah, saying that para to to go into the grand final. Now there was some other people saying para out the back door. You know, you probably didn't think para would go too far nah, either. Nah, I reckon honestly they can make the grand final from here. They're on the easier side of the draw. I reckon Raiders got nothing to lose. They'll smack them. I already put a bet on today. What'd you take? I took uh, Hudson Young, Papali'i, and Raiders thirteen plus. Papali'i any time at like five dollars yeah. is nice. I think no, I did the same 10. thing. T- any time, Josh. Yeah. Really? No, not Ice. Josh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm. I'm. Oh, Josh, the forward. Yeah. Yeah. I got him five fifty on tab. It was ten bucks on sports bet. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bear, bear responsibly, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I only put a fiver on it. It comes back at like two hundred when I added it up. Yeah, not but bad. um. Yeah, I think Raiders will. I reckon Raiders run over them eight from eight. By the time people are watching this, they'll know whether I'm wrong or John's right. Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, Ricky Stewart has one of the best finals records behind like Craig Bellamy. So yeah, I wonder how many games I saw that stat, but I wonder how many games Bellyaches had compared to Ricky. It's probably uh, yeah, exactly right. That that yeah. tell the true tale because what he's been in the finals ten straight years or whatever. Yeah, it is, Jason Demetrio would have what hundred percent record. <laughs> yeah, because he and like, they've re-signed him on that record. Yeah, <laughs> they have. He just got re just got re-signed for like 23, 24. Good on him. Speaking of rugby league, uh, I looked up John Bernard to do my studying before this podcast. Appreciate it. And it come up with some highlights. Uh, you playing the dogs? Were you? I played against, yeah, against them. I, I put a little nice little highlights tape together as a young <laughs> kid does uh, when you're trying to crack it. But uh, yeah, I played my junior footy in uh, the Canterbury comp. So I was uh, played for the Bankstown Bulls, and then and then from there had a little stint in the uh, Manly under twenties. Didn't play many games. Probably about played about eight games, um, and then was kind of in and out of twenties. Tried, a, tried my hand at the Tigers yeah. under twenties. Didn't really crack it there. I was playing a bit of Ron Massey Cup, Sydney Shield. So the life of a failed rugby league star, and you know, you tried to navigate into something else. Lucky I found this. Otherwise, I'd be just being off siding on a truck, sleeping probably. <laughs> Dude, who'd you play with? Anyone? Oh, a lot of a lot of current first graders. Like I grew up playing against, um, like in the Canterbury comp, Jaden Ockenbar, who's played first grade. Yeah. Uh, we went up, we lined up against Sifa, Remus Smith, who played at Mascot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a few other boys that are probably a bit older than me in the year above played at South Eastern, like. Liam Coleman, um, the butcher, Nat Butcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that I ever played against him. I was supposed to line up against him one time when he played at the Roosters in the twenties, um, but I didn't play that game. But yeah, I played it. Played with Brad Parker as a first grader. Nico yeah. Hines was at Manly at the time. Jesse Ramian was in my team. Fuck I had yeah. a good, good preseason with them. Um, I don't know if I was their favourite player. Um, <laughs> we were, it was me and another Lebo that that made it out of Bankstown to go play in Manly. His name's Jaden Eljak. He's still playing. Um, and we were the we were the foreigners at Manly, but it was um, it was a fun little. Um, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed doing it. We trekked it up to Narrabeen, yeah, and um, and we were playing there for a bit, and it was it was a fun experience. I wish I had devoted more time into it, like I did with the like the content had the yeah. same mindset because I uh, with some of the players that are coming up now or getting the opportunities now, a lot of young guys coming coming up too. and getting pushed yeah. Yeah. like to to have a crack at first grade. I reckon. If I uh, if I p- devoted more time, I would have given it a, a more serious crack. Yeah, fuck yeah. What speaking of Manly, what do you think at the moment? They're in all sorts, aren't they? Sacking their coach and their, their yeah. players are uh, supposedly not getting on. I think Ch- Cherry Evans came out on Sunday Footy and said like it's all bullshit. Like you yeah. know, this comes out every time that we you know had a bad season. I think they lost what eight in a row or something like that yes. back end of the season. Well, after the big dramas. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I, I think they got some good players. Like Hamoli's a freak. Yeah. Um, that, you know, losing four and it'll be big. We'll see how Schuster goes. But I think you'd be stupid to sack Dez. Oh, fuck. They, they, Who they, would they get? They, I don't know. And, the, and, and you think Turbo hopefully has a healthy season next year. If they get yeah. him back, they'd be firing. So I don't know. I wouldn't count them out. It's, it's stupid. Like, unfortunate they didn't make the eight. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fucking. They were like, I thought who they you, were who all do you money. Penrith. Yeah, I got a Penrith shirt underneath. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm from the mountains. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Penrith. What are they? Dollar fifty to win the comp? Yeah, we're something stupid. Yeah, I didn't bet on it. They should win the comp. Should. Sure. I can't see uh, like Even just from the finals part. games are, I can't see anyone beating them Like honestly If the Roosters were 100% healthy Maybe them Yeah Because they could match them physically And they were playing good footy But Other than that It's Parra on a good day On their best day Yeah yeah And that's because of the rivalry Yeah I think Parra on their best day Go down to other teams But it's because of that West is best Well it was a close game For a little bit there Moses came off They were up 8-6 yeah. And then last year's finals it was could have gone either way. Yeah, and and Para weren't even full strength last year's finals. Like, yeah. it, you know, like you said, finals games. You never know. What do you think of the uh, speaking of Roosters, the game on Sunday? I didn't enjoy it. I, I like it was just it was too much. Like it was awesome that it was physical. Yeah, but the way, like seven sim bins, two hour game. I I was lucky enough to speak to um to Jake Friend, who was there at the game yeah, on yeah. the sideline when people what coming a footballer, off, man. Coming off for concussions. Yeah. Cause he's been in and around that um Lebanon squad and I was like, mate, how'd the boys feel after the game? And he was just like, Yeah, they'll they'll be down and out, but he gets the fucking the ref just let it get out of control. Like yeah. a game to go two hours plus, so stop start. You know, yeah. like what happened to the old high tackle? Just call a high tackle. Why does yeah, everyone yeah. have to go to the bin? Like to the point where there was two people off in the bin at one stage and then the weirdness of players scoring when yeah. When the other team had players off or like, yeah, very strange. Yeah, it was, um, I thought, I thought I couldn't believe Burgess didn't go off for what he did to Teddy. And then Totola, I reckon Radley shouldn't have gone off at all, even though he went off twice. Yeah. Totola with the um, biff with Radley was- There's nothing in that. Nothing in that. Yeah. And then there was some that would like calls, but I liked it, but it set up a good narrative, I reckon. I, I like how physical it got. Yeah. But like in, in saying that, the- the Burgess one on Matt Lodge, I thought was sweet. He's hit him off yeah. on the ball and he's kind of slid up. Yeah. A lot of those ones are like close calls. And it's like in a final and like you see it with origin games, it's just like, yeah, put the whistle away and just let, let yeah. him play. Like that it, was like, Willie Mason literally said yesterday, he's like a rivalry like that. You've got to referee like origin. Yeah. Like you can't, you just got to It's go. a finals game too. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to have that much impact on a finals because it shows how much a referee can have an impact on a game. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, whether it's six again calls or penalties and sin bins is massive. Now, if you're going to put that many people in the bin, then maybe we're going to look at how if sin bins go back to like five minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's seven's excessive. Yeah, it's fucking, it's crazy. Yeah, he lost control. But the other games I thought were cracker. I thought, Penrith, I was at the Penrith Power game. I loved it. It was a good game. As soon as Moses got sent off, they like- They capitulated, yeah. yeah Walker capi- Blake had a bit of a shocker too. Dylan Brown, had, like, I, I like Dillbags. I don't like many para players, but Dillbags like one of my favourites just to watch. And I, I think he had three runs on yeah, the ball. which isn't his usual. Nah, and Sean Lane only had like 10 runs. So their like left edge was shocking. Yeah, Moses is healthy this week. So I reckon they, sh- they should be firing. So you reckon there'll be a difference against Canberra? Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to they're gonna surpass Canberra. I, like if they just play- their best footy, Moses healthy, dill yeah. bags running. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and just playing off the back of the, his forwards, I reckon they should get the win. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I love Dylan Brown and the way he plays because he's like a – I hated that they experimented in the centres for so long oh, during the shocking. season. It was so stupid. That was shocking. Because he's a 5'8". Yeah. He's a good ball player and when he wants, he can, you know, jump off a left foot and yeah. and go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think – He's got to be their sixth. And this is Parra's last chance because, yeah, really. you know, the players leaving. Yeah. I know Papa Lee is probably backflipping. Yeah. But um, the, 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 the players that are leaving, like Marnie going. Um, Who did they replace Marnie with? I don't, know if they, I don't know if they've signed anyone. No, they brought in Hodgson this year, but then didn't he get injured or some shit? Yeah. Or, yeah. or have they signed him for next season? Yeah, from, from Canberra. Yeah. Um, but he's on one knee. So, yeah, you know, I, I think it's, it's now or never for Parra. Yeah. And... For people with uh, rugby league expertise, you may know this man's eligible for Lebanon, so we're trying to get John to <laughs> Lebanon at the World Cup. It'll be it'll be pretty cool. I mean, I've been I've been training with the boys, um, like even just doing a bit of content with them, or yeah. um, just getting down there for a session. Because, like I said, I used to play, and it's been fun, like getting back into it. Like we've been going like really intense wrestle sessions, defense. That's man. Um, 
and running in a bit of attack. Now I don't know if I'll if I'll try or, but it'll be fu- it'll be fun to do. I think they got a game against Italy before they travel to England. Yeah. So even just a trial in that and, and put a jersey on would be pretty fun. So yeah, I'd, I'd be keen to do that. Who represent the old Cedars? <laughs> Who would be in the Lebanon team? Like Mitchy well, Moses? Yeah, I think they've got Karaz. He'd play yeah. anywhere in the back line. Mitch Moses, Josh Mansour, Adam Dewey in the halves. Um, I reckon pretty decent back line. Abbas Miski is a guy who's play, played at Manly, yeah. but he's over in England at the moment. The Robinson brothers. Yeah. Um, a couple front rowers are eligible. I don't know if they'll play, but Alex Twal. They've got Romanos, who's over at Manly yeah, man. as well. So there's a few players and then some lower grade boys in the New South Wales Cup. Yeah. Um, and 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 junior not juniors but like uh, Ron Massey Cup level as well. Yeah. Um, New South Wales Cup players. You got Kane Kalachi at the, who's at the Bulldogs. Elio Zakem's at Para. So there's a few Lebos that go under the radar. <laughs> that can I don't know how we'll, they'll go against New Zealand. They'll they'll have to aim up going up <laughs> against Nelson and a big pack. But like against teams like Ireland and Jamaica, who's in their pool, I think they'll go decently. Yeah. Yeah. You reckon you could put a hit on Big Nelson if you got there? Oh man, I'd take the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Just I, yeah. I mean, yeah, you get, imagine you go up against you know, the Bromwich brothers or. <laughs> Nelson, yeah, you take, you take the opportunity to try and take someone's head off. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, if you played New Zealand, what would the backline be? It'd be Joey Manu, Dill Brown at six, Jerome, Jerome Hughes, Hughes seven, seven, and yeah. Cheese nine. That's the spine. And it's a good spot. New Zealand have a top team. Yeah. Like, everyone, I know the Johns brothers are like, oh, they want to coach Samoa. New Zealand, I think uh, Maguire's the coach. I, could, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I think they've got a top team to win it, but I mean, Australia, if you combine in New South Wales and Queensland teams, you uh, should be unlosable. Yeah, yeah. But I think Tino and like uh, Jerome and Bizar went, and then I think Tino's going as well. For Samoa or, yeah. or Tonga. Tonga. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it is, but yeah, because Josh Papali's comments when he declared for Samoa, he was like, there's someone bigger than me coming across. And then the only person left out of origin was Tino. Okay, yeah. So there that'd you go. be huge. But uh, back to where we started, TikTok. Yeah. What? So, correct me if I'm wrong. The numbers was the yeah. rise to fame. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was probably at around like 70, 80k followers before I did the numbers. Yeah, well. And I was just doing like sketches, interviews, street public interviews, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Similar stuff that I do now still. Um, but that then doing the numbers was a thing that kind of. Gave, gave me a lot of exposure yeah. on TikTok. I went up to, you know, 300,000 followers. Um, Instagram went up really, really well as well. Um, but, like, just exposure. Been all, all, all on national TV, morning shows and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so that was big. Did Gladys um, get a hold of you? Like, did she know what was happening at the time? No, Gladys didn't get a hold of me herself. I've never spoken to Gladys personally. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we get on, like, a house on fire um, being wogs. But, I mean... Uh, that at the time, New South Wales Health, yeah, because it was so heightened and everyone was like, you know, what's going on? Um, they kind of reached out and said it's the best interest if you stop putting out the number, but we obviously didn't listen to that. And then everything happened with going to the um, the, the protest, that first lockdown protest in, in Sydney. Um, in the name of content? In the yeah. name of content, exactly right. So you've done your research. Yeah, I was, I was there again doing like interviews and stuff. Yeah. Obviously got kind of like thrusted up and, and said did my little like comedic bit of, you know, I'm the people's premier and yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah. predicting there's 50,000 people here. <laughs> when you were coming out of court, I'm the people's yeah, premier. Yeah, that no wasn't comment. that long ago. I can't, like think about it, that was last year in, in July and I had to go to court for it like, what, two months ago, two, three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, they got me coming out of court, the old journos of the media, uh, like outside the Downing Centre. And I still got to go on the on the tenth of October to to await my fate of guilty or not guilty. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm I tell you, I'm looking forward to it. Not that I'm nervous. I think I'm getting the W, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we will see. Yeah. That'd be the funniest content. Can you? Yeah. You can't film in there, eh? No, they don't let you film in there. But I mean, I'm, they I'm, can film and release it, can't they? They they can film outside, so they can yeah, film right. outside. Nothing's recorded in there. But um, I didn't think it was going to be as intense as it was in there because I was thinking like, all right, so. It was COVID, it was a COVID fine. Yeah. It was like you know being outside of your LGA, being gathered with more than two people. Yeah. Right. And then you're sitting in there, and it's like the lawyer. And first time I've been in trouble with the law or anything like that. Yeah. The lawyer's speaking for you, and there's a judge. You got to bow every time you go in, and yeah. like shit. And there's recess, and 
You walk out, everyone's snapping photos. So it was a new experience. Now going into the decision, I know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. And there'll probably be some content off the back of it. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> so what was it like rising like that quickly? It was pretty crazy. Like having that much attention on you, all these people reaching out. Yeah. Um, you know, radio, TV reaching out, trying to get you on and stuff like that. But it's like as, as quick as you can rise, you can go down. Yeah, you yeah. Go, it become sure. irrelevant really quickly. Um, and then, you know, when we put out a number that wasn't right, it was like, you know, I think Fitzy and Whipper put out something that, you know, you know, had my 15 minutes yeah. um, and stuff like that, especially after going to the protest that kind of want to write me off really quickly. But yeah. Um, Fuck, Rich coming from Fitzy and Whipper. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it kind of comes with it because yeah. it, it was funny when he spoke to me to get me on, he was like, my best mate, like, mate, yeah, how yeah. you doing? How you doing? it?" And then, you know... Uh, sometimes I'd call you unsolicited and chuck you up onto on on radio really quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it was it was fun, and that was like a really fun time with with my brothers, like waiting for the number each morning and seeing what would happen and seeing the backlash from it and yeah, all the yeah. people online. Um, and then yeah, copping the backlash from everything else being you know labeled kind of controversial and stuff, or getting all these Daily Mail articles. It's like. It's um, it's it was new to me, now, but now I'm kind of used used yeah, to it. Yeah. Where they're like, a, I just got to be more cautious of not doing stupid shit in public now. <laughs> Can't do what I, I used to do, yeah. Um, like being out with mates or like doing something over the top. But no, nah, it's it's still fun. How do you go with the um election ones? They were fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to do. That started off as an idea. So I was, I, I met with um, you know Neil Kohatka, the yeah, comedian, yeah, and I funny. kind of. I did a, a thing where I try and do like a Sunday conversations, like a Caleb Presley or a Between Two Ferns. Yeah, like yeah. Like how Zach Galifianakis sits down with someone and uh, and try and, and he does a, like a confronting interview. Like yeah. I'll do that. I've done it with Olin Teckers. Like, and I wanted to be the one in Australia to kind of do that. And I and I th- had that idea about handing out pamphlets and, a, and an election. I wanted to do it as a sketch. Yeah. Of like, uh, let's just do it like, oh, we're, we're just doing different parties and just saying shit that the parties would say or whatever. Yeah. But then I was just bouncing off my brother and, and we're like, how about we just actually go to one of the poll, polling areas? Yeah. Because still, you could vote early and we'll just film each other and see if we can just get on. We did it once and it was hilarious and we were getting reactions from people there and we're like, oh, let's go do it again. We'll do it for the Greens. Let's go do it for One Nation. Let's go. And um, oh, that was like another funny week of content and, and, and it did really well. Like it was... Um, you know, did like almost a mill or a couple, one, the one where a labor chick was blowing up at us real yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. did really well on TikTok. And um, no, nah, it's just, it's funny because you don't know what's going to hit yeah. or miss. And that's why I like, sure. I bounce, I bounce a lot of my stuff off my brothers or good mates. I've got a mate like Jaden, um, yeah. who I've mentioned before. Like, I'll bounce a lot of stuff off of him. He'll give me some ideas too. But, um, whether I like should post or shouldn't post. And my brother's just like, man, just post. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's volume. At the end of the day, and it's like, you don't know which one's going to pop off or not. Yeah. Like, when we put out the numbers to do the COVID numbers, we didn't know it was going to take off like that, especially that yeah. first one. And even, like, the election stuff that did really well, we yeah. didn't know that's going to blow up. And I kind of, like, got a, a formula of, I uh, know which ones will do well, which ones won't. Like, yeah. most recently, the um, like, those fake interviews I do. Yeah. With, um, you know, I did one when Will Smith was popping off, or, like, yeah. I did one with... Kim um, K and shit Kim like K, that. Megan yeah, yeah. Markle, like those tend to do really well. Like that Megan one did 1.5 million. People take them literally. Because yeah, there's so, <laughs> there's so many people in the comments that don't know if it's real or fake. It's so obviously fake, but they're like, it's how much we've regressed as a society. People yeah. will believe it and go, why would you even ask that question, you scumbag? Like, it's like, mate, please. I saw know. on the Megan Markle one, they were criticizing her for speaking so quick after the <laughs> Queen's death. <laughs> and I, and I play it out as I'm like, exclusive Megan Markle yeah. interview, like, but yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. And um, I, like, it's, it's for, for me, it's just like consistency. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I have fun doing it. And um, yeah, you don't know which, which video is going to blow up. What's your biggest video? Uh, I'd say it's the election one. Because uh, before that, it was, because we kind of kept tabs on it, me and my brother, Nick. Yeah. Um, it originally was one of the COVID number videos. Yeah. Got 3.6 million. It was like That's day mad. four and it was like Gladys mentioning me at the press conference. They yeah, asked yeah, her yeah. about me and um, that was hilarious. And then, so that did, I think around 3.6, they still kind of go up. But then we did the election one yeah. of uh, that Karen blowing up at the polling polling booth. Yeah. And that did 3.8, 3.9 oh, million. 
and then Joe Biden fell over on a bike. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Joe Biden went you for a that, six on a bike. You did that so well. And <laughs> I pretended I was like one of, the, yeah. one of the people there just saying, oh, we love you, Joe. And then he falls over. That did like seven million. Because it's a US audience, yeah. big US audience. And that, I think it started to develop a Mexican audience. It's gone to, around <laughs> to a couple of different countries that have seen. I think it just went to another surge uh, in some European country. Yeah. But that, that's probably one of the largest... Um, but yeah, usually like those Megan or like Kim Kane of yeah. they'll do like one to two million. ScoMo one leading into the election did really did really well. Um, but yeah, I think yeah that that Joe Biden falling on his bike. Yeah, um, I think he just froze there or he got stuck. But um, yeah, he's Fuck struggling he's that he's poor bastard. Yeah, he's old man. He's on his last <laughs> legs. He's on his fucking last legs. If the Queen's going at ninety six and you look at the state of Joe, you, you wouldn't give him much longer left, would you? Nah, you wouldn't give him the rest of his tenure. No, no, Respectfully, no. respectfully. Yeah. yeah I, I look at him and I'm like, holy shit. That bike video but that you posted, I thought it was real at first. <laughs> like, I didn't see your name and I was fucking pissing myself. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal. What about Insta, like Insta Reels? Because they go through Facebook. That's what like. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a thing with my Facebook. It doesn't, it hasn't connected. Yeah, I don't right. know. And a few people have had the same thing, but my Insta Reels have, have been decent too. Like, yeah. I, I just post simultaneously on both. Yeah. Um, I aim for the daily post. Um, I try and get one post out a day. Um, Insta's a bit more quality over quantity, like for how sure. it is volume on TikTok. Um, but the Reels lately have been doing well. I, I feel like the travel stuff that I do does well on Greece Instagram. Was funny. Greece yeah, my was brother funny. Went, went, went over to Greece. Um, and we did some stuff there. The comparison stuff does well on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, like we went to the US at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, that does. Yeah, that did. That content did fairly well on Instagram. But it's been. I think I started the year off at about, uh, like I said, fifty something k on Instagram. We're at about seventy five now. Like it's just it's a slow it's a Burn. slow build Insta. Yeah. Whereas TikTok, you can have a video just pop off, bang, and you're following my guy. A couple thousand, whereas yeah. Instagram is like, it, it takes time to build, I think. Yeah, I put out a video like two weeks ago of like just talking about Frank Ocean with like one of his albums and that got 500K plus. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and then just like, I think it was like 500 to 1,000 followers overnight. Yeah, that's what, that, that's crazy, how Reels yeah. works. You don't know which one's going to blow up. Yeah. And I mean like over time, my, like my average has gone up. Like I won't, uh, you know, I was usually a bit happy, a bit happy with a 20K, 30K yeah, re- yeah. reel, but now like, you know, one that pops off does. I did one where I was, uh, it was a repost yeah. of an old video I did about women at an airport. Like yeah, yeah. Sydney chicks at an airport and I meet just doing oh, what they would the do. The look back <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah. the boomerangs and the all Instagram that shit. Instagram stories. Yeah. And um, I, reposted, I reposted that. The first time I posted on Instagram, it did like a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. And the repost of it did four million Fuck. as a reel. So it's like, as you grow, I think as you grow, you can repost some stuff. It's going out to a new audience, and then yeah. some people repost it. People are coming across it for the for the first time. So, yeah, it's funny because I did a podcast recently with Isaac um, Butterfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a legend of a bloke, and and um, he was like, he said he was t- telling a few people that he was ha- had me on, and he was like, oh, you know the COVID numbers guy, and they're like, no, 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 you're talking about, and then he would show me. He's like, oh no, I know him for his other stuff. So it's like, yeah, that that was last year, this year you know just kind of being consistent and trying to just put, put shit out and you, like i said you don't know what's going to pop off yeah or it's it's hard to pick a eh? yeah i it's, mean podcasting it's like subject wise like you're yeah. a big league fan you also cover music entertainment yeah aussie aussie rap as well and yeah, yeah. aussie music like you don't know which format Audience. works for you or which one's going to pop off like i kind of have the same thing like i have a b team post that does well i have a podcast clip with my brother that does well or yeah you know, it, it, you just don't know which format works, which doesn't. Yeah. I was looking through your stuff and obviously brothers become a part of it. I was looking through your Instagram posts and there was a wrestler. Are you related to him? A wrestler? Yeah. You're at the marquee maybe with all your brothers? Some uh, guy in the WWE? No. I mean, um, we um, took a photo with him and I was like, oh, fuck, are they related? No, nah, no. Nah, um, we're big wrestling fans. Right. Huge wrestling fans. Like grew up on <laughs> WWE. Yeah, yeah. Attitude era. Um and even still now who's your favourite of all time back when you were growing up uh, I'd say I'd say Stone Cold HBK Triple H that kind of yeah that heartbreak era. kid man sure yeah, I like The Rock I feel like The Rock's kind of sold out a little bit but because he's come yeah, to he's, he's come to he's like a corporate machine yeah just like yeah buy my energy drink and yeah yeah watch this I movie I love Randy Orton 
Randy was a gun. And um, Booker the legend, T. Legend killer Randy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Booker T's good. And Carlito. Yeah. I have a Carlito figure at home. I met, I've met Carlito in That's person. That's mad. Yeah, he was That's at Concord mad. RSL on, a, on an Australian tour. <laughs> I asked him to spit in my face <laughs> with, the, uh, with the apple, but apparently he gets asked to do that all the time. Um, but yeah, we're, we're huge wrestling fans. So we were... Um, we were um, we were uh, yeah he does the apple yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. so he apparently he's gets that a Concord RSL yeah spit in my face <laughs> but um I'd love to get into wrestling but when I went up we was over in Florida I've been to the Royal Rumble we yeah. watch the Royal Rumble I'd love to tick off a mania but we were um we were lucky enough to go to Orlando and one of the Aussie guys that's wrestling there because Daniel Vito yeah, Daniel is one Vito. of the so I was kind of chatting with him and Grayson Waller who's a he was on Survivor here, but he's a wrestler. Yeah, mad. Um, over there now, he was fighting against AJ Styles in NXT, and he got us tickets to go to go to see uh, NXT, and he's been killing it. He's been on the main roster. He's had a couple of feuds and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, no, nah, we're just we're just big wrestling fans. So yeah. maybe I don't think we're related to any wrestlers, but we're big fans. I saw you took a photo one. I was like, I it looked like you were like just all boys. Yeah, maybe. And it was on your Instagram and I was like, fuck me. Be <laughs> unreal. Yeah. Oh, actually, I've got to mention Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace. Oh, light cheat still. I live by him. Yeah. R.I.P. E.G. Um, yeah, no, nah, he was a goat. Even like Mysterio is still kicking around. He's um, 40s. Yeah. Fought with his son the other day. Eh? Dominic. Yeah, Dominic. Yeah. I think turned on him the other day. Oh, shit. The old, um, yeah, yeah, turn on your brother. When did, you realize, it was, when did you realize it was staged? How old oh, we are? Shit, I think... My brother ruined it for me. He's five years older. I didn't I know. Like I, was, I was playing all the games. Um, I reckon, yeah, I'd say like year nine, ten, I reckon. But, yeah, then, see, but I then I was getting into the behind the scenes of it. Yeah, yeah. Which makes, it, which makes me like it even more. I like, remember JBL, the Bradshaw? No. Right, he was like Fuck. John Bradshaw Layfield, like his, his name was. He originally was Bradshaw's in a tag team, but then he yeah. branched out onto his own. And I remember growing up, hated him. Yeah. Hated him like this when I thought it was real. Yeah. He's a scumbag. Then you look at his stuff now. Yeah. Now that you know it's all like yeah. it's fake, but it's entertainment. And you're like, this guy's hilarious. And he's yeah, the yeah. greatest heel of all time. Like, yeah. he was like playing like a George Bush type character. Yeah, and he yeah. hated Guerrero, hated Mexicans. He was like real pro America. It was, it was funny. It was funny yeah. to watch. I, um, I, oh, actually, Rob Van Dam was another one. That's coming yeah, back to five me. star frog splash. Yeah. Acrobat. Yeah, Rob Van Dam was good. I think I've seen him live as well. Um, he what did like a show here in Australia. What, what was your reaction when you found out about the Chris Benoit stuff? Do you remember what you felt like <laughs> <Yeah>. back then? <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was shocked, man. Yeah, I think that's crazy because they still avoid talking about it. They don't bring yeah. it up on any WWE programming. I watched, uh, Aaron Hernandez docker on Netflix the other day where they CTE. CTE they, thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, Chris Benoit came up a fair they bit. They really came after Aaron Hernandez on that. Like, um, I felt like they played that the gay thing yeah. really, really big. Like, it was very, like, relatively unproven, but they were pushing that story yeah. in the doco. But the CTE thing, like Chris Benoit, everyone writes it off. Like, he... Um, Writes him off because he murdered son and wife. Yeah, but he had to have been crazy. Like had to be. Yeah, had to be fucking. Have an nuts. episode or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And like he was on massive amounts of steroids yeah, as well. He was fucking jacked. He was he jacked was- as shit. But like that, that was a point where I think wrestlers were just eating yeah. steroids for breakfast. Like. I think Vince McMahon just like wrestlers absolutely jacked. Batista looking, Brock Lesnar looking. Yeah. Now you look at wrestlers now, they're like indie wrestlers. They're like scrawny, yeah. bit more like athletically built, but like some not so much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was, well, Chris Benoit, I mean like, how would you react to it as a kid? It was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, kill your wife. Oh, he was one of my heroes. Yeah, you, lo- you yeah. love watching him as a, yeah. as a wrestler, but I mean like, it's, hard. it's like he's tainted now. Can't go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They don't bring up any of his highlights, but he had like crazy matches. Yeah. And he was a freak. Like he had that big mania win. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of a race from history too. Yeah. Fuck. What was your, what was your favorite uh, WrestleMania moment? Or Fav- Royal Rumble, either or. Favorite mania moment. Uh, I remember this, when Hulk Hogan came back and, and belted uh, Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. Uh, he saved him from... Uh, sa- saved Eugene from Muhammad Hassan. That I just oh, remember. Oh, Eugene. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> I remember, remember that because I remember watching that with my dad and like my brothers were just, I think we didn't watch it all day because we were at school and then we, we yeah, booked it. Yeah. You'd buy it on main event yeah. as a pay-per-view. 
and we watched it. I remember that distinctly, but like big mania moment, uh, probably from recent memories, like that Seth Seth Rollins cashing in was pretty big from recent memory. Like, yeah, I, I stopped watching when I was like ten, yeah. two thousand ten. I don't know. I'm much. still I'm still fanatic. Like I still really? still read up about it. I would love end goal for me, honestly. Start making content in Florida. Yeah. Okay. And eventually end up in the WWE or with Barstool Sports and do something Daniel with Vito is your code in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I eventually wanted to interview him. I kind of put it to him when I was over there. Like, oh, let's do a quick TikTok interview. I probably wasn't as big. Yeah. Um, but they're very strict on like who they can do interviews with and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. They got some stuff with KO and stuff. But eventually down the line, uh, yeah, yeah. Vito, he's a legend. He, he likes some of the content and he's, and he's a good man. Like he's... um. He's been in Florida for over five years now. Yeah. Grinding away. So hopefully he gets that main roster call up. Yeah, he was a weapon of a winger. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about him the other day. Me and my mates were going over like footy players that weren't necessarily stars on the pitch but ended up making a like shit ton of money. We, I think we were talking about like George Rose, obviously. And then Luke McDougal, who had the man shake. Man shake. And then, yeah, Daniel Vito was the other one we were talking about. And there was another guy who played for South Sydney who ended up being almost a billionaire. Who's that? Jason Maz or something. Okay, yeah. And he only played two games in South Sydney. Sold his company for $600 million. Yeah, Kieran Foran's dad is like the CEO of Walmart or some big, big Fucking retail hell. company in the, in America. Yeah, huge. Oh, shit. Big Isn't corporate guy. Hey? Isn't Foran a Kiwi? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting how he got over there. That's mad. Um, So, speaking of just talking about the rugby league, doing work with like the Bulldogs and stuff. Is that your boyhood club? Yeah, I, I've grown up a big Bulldogs fan. Grew up in Belmore, yeah. so that was fun to do. And it wasn't directly with the Bulldogs; it was through one of their sponsors. But it was it was still fun hanging out with the players. You know, coming up with the idea of what to do for the shoot, yeah, and then yeah. you know the the players were awesome to work with. Like Flano, Tavita Pango was a funny bloke. Even Shops a legend. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to do more more stuff with the Bulldogs and more stuff with NRL players in general. I think like the way socials is going. Yeah, you know, players jumping on podcasts and for sure, you know, Tyson big, Gamble. Yeah, Tyson Gamble to get him, get him in for a sketch. But no, I mean, like, it it um, it just it just opens up if they get around the content, they're keen they're up for you know up for stuff. But they working with clubs would be would be would be awesome. But yeah, Bulldogs were, were yeah my Those childhood uh, air conditioning club. company. Yeah, ACG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're so, presenting. How'd that go? Yeah, presented at the game, just kind of through to the video package on there. Actually, it was hard, it was harder than I thought because I memorized what I was going to say. Yeah, and then you're on there. Not that it was a fucking packed house or anything. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was you. You, you didn't adjust because there was an echo. Yeah. From being on the field, you're not like sitting in the stands where the speakers are. Yeah, yeah. And you like now I understand why people have an earpiece. Yeah, yeah. When they are <laughs> at a concert or something because you, you don't. Re- you don't want to hear yourself talking. Yeah. It kind of throws you off a bit. So it did throw me off a little bit, but I threw it the package. I mean, no one would have noticed. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was fun. It was different. And hopefully down the line, do some more work with the Bulldogs. Like, I've, you know, got some contacts there now. And yeah. the, that video, the, those videos did really well. And um, the boys were really good to work with. And they were like, they were, I think they were happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and we did some funny stuff like the gym scene. I mean, the Bulldogs cut some stuff out that they didn't <laughs> want in there. But um, it was fun. They're on top of socials. I think they're the best in the league. They, yeah. Like, they, with what they do on game day, with like local artists and stuff like that. 100%. And the other I content they yeah, do. It's them and Para, yeah. I would say. Para's yeah, Para do well. Good. Para um, edit their photos and their page looks so much better. It's when very you, aesthetically yeah. looking the, the page. But yeah, dogs are on top of it. They've got like game day stuff, week leading in, yeah. press conference stuff. Um, or social activations that the players do. Yeah. And they're very strict. Like, I know working with, with, with ACG, it was like, oh, we can't post in between these times. Or Yeah, wow. So, they, yeah, they, they, um, they're across it. They've got a social team, so. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, I remember Jordan Simi was talking about what you just mentioned when he did the dog's work. He was calling the game or, like, doing the pre-hype. Yeah. And he was saying you'd hear yourself and it'd just chip you out. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect that, but it was, it was something different. Um, uh, I would if I were to do it again. I would yeah. be aware of it now. Yeah. Would younger John believe where you are at now? Yeah, I mean, but I'm not overly massive. Like, yeah. I, 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 I four hundred k is pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, it's TikTok at the end of the day. Like, I feel like I still just d- and doing it because I'm having a crack, having a laugh, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, um, the way you got to look at four hundred k bar is like. 
you're not just some like good looking girl or some Look. like hype house little boy yeah. that does like cringe content. You have like genuine comedic content that builds an audience of 400K. Yeah, it depends who you talk to. I mean, some Daily Mail articles say self-described comedian. <laughs> they, they try and take a shit on me like that. Um, or TikToker, but I mean, like, I, I don't really care what the, the label is. I like, I want to, ultimately, I wanted to end up in entertainment yeah. as a presenter. Um, as a kid, you wanted to? No, more, more so, like, I wanted to play footy as a yeah, kid. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to play, I wanted know, to play in the, the Premier League. So, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and, oh, and that didn't eventuate. I was working, I was working in marketing, um, and then was just doing TikToks and stuff on the side. Always wanted to kind of get in, it was, I was acting, I was extras in like TV commercials and stuff. And then when I started doing some comedy, comedy stuff, did a little bit of stand up here and there, still do it from time to time. Um, when I saw the videos were doing well online, yeah. through, it wasn't even my page, it was through another page, like a sketch group. Yeah, yeah, forecast. yeah. I see them pop up. And um, my videos would tend to do pretty well and I was like, I'll make my own page. And just realised it was just like a consistency thing. Like, yeah. you don't really care what other people think anymore. You're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I really just enjoyed, enjoyed doing it. So... I wouldn't, I wouldn't have pictured me, you know, being on the field on game day, yeah. you know, throwing to a video package I just did with the dogs or, you know, become decent at editing or have a, have a few viral clips or the thing, you know, the COVID numbers yeah, thing yeah. or being on the Today Show for a, a specific reason. But, um, nah, it's, I, I just kind of roll with it and just, ha- just having fun, yeah. Yeah, because it was kind of quick, uh, like, it was kind of quick with the COVID numbers and then after that, it's just been gradual progression. Yeah, hey. exactly right. Yeah, on yeah. both Instagram, TikTok. I mean, I've, I've wanted to get into YouTube. Like I said, I, um, a big guy I look to is um, Pat McAfee in the mm, States. No idea. He used to be a former punter in the NFL. Yeah, right. Has a sports show in the morning. Like I said, like, we love our footy. Yeah, yeah. Like, we watch our, our footy. Our, our, a big punter. Like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, love yeah. Cam Leo. Whether it's uh, spring racing, NRL. So I kind of got that. And I was like, and I want to get into comedy entertainment. So it's like, if I could be the Pat McAfee of Australia, that'd be what I want to yeah, end up yeah. doing. And I just working kind of towards it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, it was a big kind of rise. Yeah. It, like in terms of following from the COVID stuff, but it's just ever since it's kind of been consistent, gradual. Yeah, that's like very impressive also that you've gone up and then just taken little steps to stay there. Yeah. I mean, it fluctuates. Like even I was saying like with... Uh, with Butterfield, he says like he's been doing it for nine years. Fuck man, him and, and Cole Hacker back in the day. Yeah. What was Cole Hacker's? The fifty. His one was. Uh, I remember his massive one was uh, fifty things. State? No, not not states. It was like areas or in Western yeah, yes, Sydney. Yes, or yes. not Western Sydney, but just like Did Australia anywhere. in yeah, two yeah. minutes. Australia in two minutes. That was it. The yeah, two yeah, minutes yeah. thing. Yeah, and he would do that that a couple of times, and they banged. I remember he was like one of the first on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, yeah. Superwog. Was yeah. massive. Um, Shooter Williamson, remember? Yeah. Um, and, and they're still going and they still got big followings on TikTok and Instagram. It's just like, you just got to yeah, adapt and go to the next thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it fluctuates. Like what yeah. Butterfield was saying, like, you know, you have a year of doing well, but as long as you're just kind of staying consistent. Like I remember after the numbers and then the backlash from all, or, you know, going to the protests and stuff, I was in a decline. Like my, yeah. my followers were going down. Obviously, when you're speaking to that mass of an audience, yeah, and they, they might not like some of the shit that you're doing after the fact, yeah, yeah, you're gonna lose followers. But I mean, we went to America. Um, I've just been consistent with the footy content, league content. Yeah, um, started a podcast up, and and just been yeah, just any been pretty reactive. Yeah, and it's yeah, like I said, kind of just a gradual kind of following increase. Like, like I said, Instagram's at seventy five k. Um, the B team's almost at like 1,500 followers on Instagram, which is good. Growing a little TikTok following as well, 15 yeah. k um, And the own personal TikTok's climbing. And I just want to, I'm just enjoying it. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. How do you find the work rate? Because it seems like you fucking don't stop. Yeah. I, I'm I, impressed you have a job. Yeah, I thought, full I, time. I, I thought you'd be full-time content. No, I eventually want to go full-time content. Uh, I'm working at a betting agency. Um, doing uh, as a content producer or creative content producer. Yeah. And that's anything from like paid ads to um, organic content. Yeah. Um, before that, I was at market doing marketing and that was for a, an alcohol company. I was just doing paid ads yeah, man. Um, in social. And I was, I was doing that while doing the COVID numbers yeah, and TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And, all. So, and it was easier because we're working from home. Yeah. Um, in, in that job, I was working from home and it was, um, you know, I had a lot of time to spare. 
um, and was maybe phoning it in in that in that marketing job a bit as you as you, as you can. But um, yeah, now it's yeah, it's just like juggling work, making content for my own personal page, and then um, yeah, kind of trying to stay fit and stuff like that. But yeah, I, it. it it's consistency. Like, I, if you if you enjoy doing it, you you want to get stuff out. Like I, said, I try and aim for one post a day, yeah. and then try and tick off everything for work with organic content. Um, sometimes it can be tough, um, and and a bit stressful, but it's 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 fun. And I, I yeah. You ever get sick of your phone? Hey? You ever get sick of your phone? I'm on it fucking heaps. Yeah, yeah I'm same. on it a lot, which is like, it's not good. Yeah. The screen time will be through the roof. I don't look at it. <laughs> but like, even just scrolling through TikTok, it's not as much just a posting. It's like looking at what's hot. Yeah. Um, what's the trending topics? Sounds. Yeah, just, just like. Sounds. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get sick of it. I think at the end of the year, I just want to put the phone in a safe and just lie down on a resort for a bit yeah. to have the week off. I'd say like Ted Stetics does a little recharge here and there. Yeah. Cause I probably don't have to be as consistent as the one a day, but I, I don't know. I, I've kind of, it's like a routine. Like I would go into the yeah. gym. I've got to get a post up. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, like the, the times when it's hard is when it's like, I'll have to travel for work. Yeah. Or just travel to go get content. Like I did the Bulldogs game on a Friday, yeah. Saturday morning, flew out to Melbourne Covered the Collingwood game for work. Fuck. And then, you know, trying to get some Melbourne content in there. F- flew back Monday night and it's like trying to navigate. Because I, I don't plan out specifically like I'll get a post this on Monday, Tuesday. Eventually I want to get to that. Yeah. Whereas like I'm still kind of reactive. The only staple that I have is every Wednesday night or Thursday night I'll film a betting segment with my brother Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get our best bets out for the week. That's uh, You'll get a you'll get a best bets every week. That's our only staple. <laughs> Some of your bets come in at like a dollar twenty. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, that was the, that's the whole. I love it. For the season, we're like Nick. You do a serious bet, yeah. Like actual value multi four to you know eight seven bucks. So he usually backs every week, and then me, I'll just take a piss take one. I'll just like wink odds. Like take a dollar one just to add a little comedy to the end of the video. But yeah. I mean, it got old pretty quickly. Now I think finals. I've just been taking try scorers. Yeah. Have you got up? No, last week I had a shocker. I had to Cody Walker. I don't think one try scorer got up. But Nick, Nick, since he got back from Greece, went on like a three-week straight run yeah, of fuck. his multis, seven, eight bucks. Um, you follow YKTR Sports? Yeah, yeah. Scope? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Scope's back. good. He, he did the, uh, he he the try scorer ones where he yeah. was like- It was like was three weeks in a row and it was decent odds. Yeah. Scope's yeah. good. I like listening to Scope. Even, even Simi, like for, for those guys, like- I don't know if they make a living off of the content, but like they've got a good YouTube following. Yeah. Um, like Grouse and a few Reds. Um, and they're, I don't know, they're just kind of personalities you kind of get into. I love, I love Willie Mason. I think yeah. he's one ex-player that I can enjoy listening to. Yeah. Because there's a lot agree. of ex-players that get into it. I mean, Kempi was on that, that kind of started the podcasting yeah. and sports podcasting craze. But I like listening to Willie Mason because it's refreshing because he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's got a please like oh KO or Fox or he's got his he's got um the take with with Willie. Yeah. And he, and he contributes to YKTR. I'd love to interview him one day or do a sketch or something with him. Yeah, yeah. Be, um, I enjoy listening to him. Speaking of Simi, would you hop in the ring? Not with Simi. I mean, no, nah, not Simi. We're not calling out Simi. No, no, because the cunt's fucking <laughs> one hundred and ten kilos and like. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'd match up with someone from YKTR. Uh, maybe the guy does a podcast with Jacko or, um, or, <laughs> Luke, or Ice. Yeah, I, okay, said, I said I'd fight Ice if he's, if he's finished discovering himself overseas. Um, because I want to I wanna get in the ring. I mean, like, it's, uh, it's something that creators are doing. Jake Paul, Logan Paul's, KSI's, Fusi, yeah. all these, you know, TikTokers, Bryce Hall, they all go and do it. No one in Australia is doing it. Credit to Simi. Yeah, you know, wanted on short notice. did it did it on short notice too. Um, I think it was a bit hard done by too because like yeah, if I reckon he had time to prepare for Hodges, I, he looked like he was he was in good shape. But um, I think there's got there's got to be more of it. There's some TikTokers yeah. doing it on a like a not a lower level, but just like at a local yeah at a local level, like those um those amateur kind of fight yeah, nights. Yeah. But like a it doesn't even have to be on a no limit, but like a a stand or, or someone yeah. to pick it up a big like high profile influencer boxing event I think it, it's bound to happen um, but yeah people just gotta go get to around it in Australia we're so behind like yeah, UK it's US it's like even with music and entertainment it's just like we're still watching the project yeah you know we still like and I like Husey but Husey's still the go to talent for yeah, radio yeah. And, and stuff like that it's like man there's a there's so many people like you podcasting yeah. or on TikTok, 
uh, and Instagram that are and killing how it. Spanian isn't on TV baffles me because he's the most entertaining character. Spanian, have you been watching him in Madrid? Yeah, oh, it's, it's fuck. fucking hilarious, bro. He's so funny. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, another person I'd love to do something with, like again, like even just it's like a. Did you cross paths yet? Never, never cross paths with him. No, like I've never. Uh, I did like a fake interview early on, and it was terribly edited. Like when yeah. I first started, that did yeah. okay. It did like sixty to hundred k reviews on it, but I don't know if you ever saw it. This was when he was like just popping off with the hood logic stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the guy's very entertaining, and he's been he's he's got his own podcast. He's been on like Friendly Geordies, and you know he's been on Mark Boris's podcast. Yeah, it's massive. Like he, he, he's a he's a character, and I, yeah. I I enjoy watching him too. I've um I've seen him around Glebe area when I was in the city. He's fucking huge. Yeah, he's big man. He's I wouldn't yeah, fight him. Nah. Either. Fuck, I wouldn't wouldn't think. <laughs> so you're not, you're not calling out Simi. No you're not Simi, calling no out Spanian. Spanian. I'd like to see them two get in the ring. Yeah, though. Simi versus Spanian. Simi Spanian would be a good matchup. I was saying Isaac Butterfield. He, he, he's a bit athletic Isn't he, he like 6'8 He's a big boy I said get, He said he'd be up for it If the money's right Cause I like, who, who would you get at 6'8 I mean you get Simi Yeah Simi's a big man Like Yeah I met him in Byron He was fucking I'm 6'4 yeah. And he like had me with height 6'3 Man I'm pushing 5'8 So <laughs> You gotta you got, It's gotta be someone on, on the Are I wouldn't gonna, mind maybe Screwing up some Some uh, someone from maths or like Big Brother or something just trying like nah aim higher up. I reckon you aim reckon? higher don't aim for maths contestants I, I, I think they're me, wankers me man and, me and Olin Teckers were, were talking about doing it actually oh, he's a big boy he's too a, he's a, he's a big boy but game. I think I think we could we could square up if he's up for it but yeah. I don't know well, isn't he like 6'2 6'3 yeah but he's a soccer player <laughs> <laughs> Man, those those African boys who play football—they're not to fuck around yeah, with. Yeah, they'll break legs. <laughs> um, I reckon. I'm trying to think of who you should square up with. Oh, that give us ice would be fucking hilarious. I do ice. I would do ice. Uh, he, he um, a former rugby league player. I'm sure he's been in a couple scraps in his time. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think many people are up for it, man. It's um, it's fucking it's scary. Hard. And you got to think: Are there any other kind of creators? Other than people from maths and shit, yeah. that uh, that would be up That's for true. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about Blake Pavey? <laughs> Pavey's not getting there. God bless him. He doesn't have long left as oh, it is. Uh, Will Gibb. Will, Will Gibb. Gibb. <laughs> I'd fight Will Gibb if he's up for it. I don't know how he'd go. I'd like to see him throw a punch, Will. Uh, like in the gym. Yeah. I, I like Will Gibb's content. He's pretty he's funny. Fucking he's fucking very funny. Him and uh, Jackson and Lachlan. Yeah. Farm. Uh, Are they going to have a group name? Because they've been making yeah. some content together. I saw like their Audi. Those Farm Brothers blew up back in the day on YouTube. Did they? The like tractor content and shit. Yeah, it was ages ago. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they got in contact with Will Gibb. He's killed it. Have you seen him live at all? I haven't, I I haven't watched his stand-up live, but um, he runs a room in Bondi, I think, or, or um, somewhere in and around Bondi. Yeah. Um, I've, met, I've, met him, I've met him once at... Um, some Netflix event. Uh, he was really nice, and he's yeah. a, he's a good bloke, man. He's a he's like one of the OG TikTokers, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been around really blow up, and he's got like Spotify podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. Like he's killing it. Have you um have you thought? Are you going to go to the Yisra boxing? The Yisra night? boxing night? I don't know. Nah, no. I uh, I've seen a photo of you with Johnny Malaka and uh, Yisra at the yeah. car dealership. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, coming off the back of like. Because M- Malaka's, a, he's one of the goats. Yeah, he's uh, fucking of the Facebook he's a funny goats. man. And Yistra really took off at one stage there with yeah. the um, double two double O. So it was like funny of us all get in a room together and we we shot like one, a really like, just did a TikTok together. Yeah, yeah. But um, they're characters. I mean, Yistra, credit to her, getting in the ring. Yeah. Hard to do. Um, Who's she fighting? Does anyone know? I don't know, some Persian chick. Oh yeah, Persian Angel or some yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, another TikToker. But yeah, she, she's Parramatta. And double yeah. dudes, double O. What's that again? Double two, double O. Banks Bank down. Sound, yeah. yeah, right. But um, yeah, yeah I don't know. They, 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 they have a, a knack for sticking around the the, the live guys. Yeah, the Mons, yeah. the Yisras, the Castros. I've never got into it. Yeah, no, I don't I, know how I, people find them entertaining. You should fight Humdinger. Hum, would Humding fight? Yeah, Humding can box. That's how he blew up on TikTok. He's in a boxer? the back streets of Glebe. Him just having a Street strap. fighting. Then I'd have my work cut out for him. He'd probably fucking knock me out. But yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd do it if Humding... I've spoken with Humding. We get on... I met, when I went to I go do Humding. Origin in, fucking in Brisbane, we were at the, um, the Treasury, which is the casino there. Yeah, yeah. And we bumped into each other and we had a bit of a laugh. 
Because um, a few of the players were floating around there. Yeah. And he's exactly the same how he is on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same. But yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Humding's a ledge. You should get so, him on. So Humding versus John John Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd fuck, man. I'd get front row seats. I'd splash it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd splash the cash. I'd do it. I'd yeah, do it. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to say before? We're going to have to edit this out. Oh, yeah. Have you got any 50-50 moments, like iffy moments when you're doing those interviews or anything like that? Where like someone's almost like got violent or something. Someone's going to go on the wrong way. No, not really. Not me. Because I think my demeanor is just like just Take taking the piss. And now like early on, it was like you'd have to go up and ask people, do you want to be in just a quick interview? Oh, yeah, yeah I'll do it. Now it's like people will come up, especially if I'm out. It's like, oh, where's the microphone? Yeah, yeah. You know, can I do it? Let's do an interview. Um, the one, one time we're at Flamingo's club in King's Cross. Yeah, yeah. Um, home of uh, Lebos and tatted up designer wearing. It's like the new marquee, hey? It is. It's, it's essentially yeah. like, yeah, marquee on steroids. Um, <laughs> and uh, we were there filming some content. We were doing like a tour thing or something like yeah. that. And we, we, we sorted it out with the venue. And uh, every, every now and then, there's always police at this venue, whether yeah. it's a fight, alcohol, lebos, ethnics, there's always going to be a fight. Yeah, yeah. Like the staff will tell you that there's always police there sometimes. But every time we're there, the glass door that separates like the dance floor area and the outdoor area breaks. Really? Either someone getting pushed into it, someone's like fucking, there's Ripping a scuffle. The off, yeah. Glass shatters. Yeah. And the, the people that replace this door just must have it on like yeah, a yeah, repeat yeah. order. Anyway. Hey, free money. Yeah. One time the glass broke there and my brother was there. I was like filming some content there and we were just going to do a quick thing in front of the glass door yeah. while there was like a fight going on in the back. And like, as we're doing it, the guy that's fighting starts to G up. I don't think he wants to be on camera or anything. He's like, fucking stop, like turn it off. Stop carrying on. And Nick's just like, I settle down, mate. Fucking relax. We're just, just getting the glass and stuff like that. So that was probably the only close call. Other than that, 50-50 calls are like, is this post going to get me cancelled? Like, yeah, but I don't think you're at cancelable level anymore. Yeah, no, that, I mean like, Depends what topics you go because I've had a couple of videos. Where it's like you get backlash for, I mean, and then obviously the protest. Yeah, um, you got backlash for that, but it's like I'll more bounce off, bounce it off a few people. Like, is this worth posting? Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, look, it's edgy. You probably don't need to post it. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I, uh, the the only thing that you don't want to get cancelled for is because brands don't want to work with you. Yeah, and that's a, and it's not like oh. Like I'm lucky I've got a full time job. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really care about oh I want to get a brand deal here or a brand deal. It's like it's more so like, you know, KO won't want to work with you. Yeah. Or like yeah. and I want to get into sports and stuff like that. But it's like at the end of the day you're a com- like comedian. I'm making yeah. I'm just making funny videos online. You can't take everything seriously. So I genuinely do put everything up. And yeah. if someone tells me, Oh, that's a bit edgy, you don't need to put it up I'm like, What's the harm? It's yeah. a video, people are gonna forget about it in a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but I think you're right, like I can't really yeah. cancel for what? Yeah, you know Sonny V2? He's the Aussie guy who does like those mini docos on YouTube. Yeah. He's always said from everything he's learned from doing these docos, the worst thing you can do if you're getting cancelled for something that's just your opinion or take is apologise. Yeah, I never, I've n- I'll never apologise. Yeah, obviously if you do something yeah. fucked up, that's everyone thinks exactly, it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but like when it's just an opinion or take. Well, but for a joke, you yeah, know, like there's, there's comedians no that get, get smashed for jokes. Yeah. Nikki Osborne's one. Um, oh, Butterfield's fucking Butterfield, copped it for years. Butterfield cops it for real edgy jokes. And it's like, mate, they're comedians. Like, yeah. Chappelle's got Netflix specials taking the piss, like, taking it far yeah. with, like, LGBT, you know? Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's, he, it's he a profession at the end eh? of the day. You Chappelle know what I mean? copped heat over that yeah, Netflix Yeah, yeah, for shit, the eh? trans stuff and, and stuff like that. But it's like, man, it's, it's comedians. And, yeah. like, if you're, you, you're getting offended over a joke... You know, and even brands, like brands suck. Yeah. Brands, whether like they want to get you to do something and then you provide something or you provide them with an idea. It's like, yeah, we like this, but can you do, take this out? Yeah. And we can't say this. It's like, what the, then it's just not funny. Yeah, yeah. Then let's just not do it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that's, that's where it's at with like 50-50 stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I agree. Oh, never apologize. Like for, yeah. for a take or for, for a joke that got, uh, you know, misinterpreted or yeah. um, someone's taking offence to us. Like, yeah, I'll learn from it. Thank you. That, yeah. uh, that's it. Yeah. It's, I, I just, every time you see someone apologise for like a joke, like Butterfield has a fucked up joke with people from across the... the ditch. 
Yeah. New Zealanders? Is it yeah, New Zealand yeah. one? Yeah, Do you know which one I I'm saw that yeah, one. I'm yeah, not going to mention he it. He advertises it, but like, yeah. like, this is how far my show gets. Come to see it if you, if yeah. you want. And it's a, it's a funny joke. Yeah. It is. It's far and it's funny. But it's like, if you know going in, this guy's job is to make jokes. Yeah, yeah. And you're making light of a terrible situation in a, in a funny way. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't see the harm. Like, Yeah, and it's not even people that are involved in like that, we're in that city that are getting offended or whatever. It's yeah. like people thinking those people would get offended. Yeah, exactly. Right. Have you seen those videos online where it's like a guy would dress up as a Mexican? Or an Asian. Or an Asian. Yeah, and, and he'll Asians go to, love them. He'll go to San Francisco or like a real white area and be like, you know, do you think this is offensive? And I'm like, yes, you're, this is racist. And yeah, yeah. And he'll go to a Mexican or a Chinese area and they're like, we love this. Like, great. This is a great attire. Yeah, like, yeah. They're not offended. Yeah. It's embracing like, their culture. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. That's, it, it's like, that's stupid. Like to be offended by it. Yeah, yeah. And then also just like the whole cancel culture. It's like, I think everyone's moving past it because everyone's sick of just like, who's policing this shit anyway? No one, yeah, yeah. No one's even watching the news or television anymore anyway. So yeah. it's like, well, I'm not going to get on, I'm not going to go on, uh, you know, The Amazing Race or fucking The Bachelor. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Fucking. Would you go on one of them? I don't know. If it, I'd if, love to see you on maths. If it, if it, I, I don't know if I could go on maths being a, uh, uh, a proud Maronite Lebanese man. Um, I don't think the family would allow it or, or a bachelor or something like that. But I don't know. It, the Amazing Race or something along like a survivor or something. You and your brother an Amazing Race would be good. Yeah, something like they that. They did like global ones now, hey. Yeah, I think Bo Ryan was in, he was in Greece the other day. You know, yeah. yeah, he gets paid a fair bit to, to host those shows. He's on a good wicket, Bo. Right. All from the footy show. And if you look at what he said when he was on the footy show, his jokes, they were fucked up jokes. Like oh, it, when you look back and turn back yeah, the clock. Like oh, someone will come back and cancel him. Oh, they've tried. They, they eat yeah. their own, like Chris Lilly. Yeah. Chris Lilly's done and dust. I mean, like, again, shouldn't be cancelled. Yeah. Like, you know, remember uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder? Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like at the end of the day, it's just comedy. And uh, yes, it was in bad, you can say it was in bad taste, but at the time, yeah. no, one really, no one really cared or batted an eye. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. Jonah. Jonah, what was it? Jonah uh, from Tonga. Jonah from S- Tonga, S. man. S. Mouse, he did. Yeah, fuck. You know, like- Some characters but back there. But that was some funny shows, man. Like, yeah. Summer Heights High. Yeah. Who's your comedic inspiration? I, like I said, I love Pat McAfee. Yeah. Former player. And he did stand up as well, but he hosts his own show and he's funny. He's very funny. Yeah. Um, I like Chappelle. Chappelle. Like, I just think he's extremely clever. Uh, uh, I like Bill Burr as well. I think he's, he, he's got like a lot of funny stuff. Um, but th- those comedians that aren't just like full-blown stand-ups, yeah. but they do entertainment and other stuff. Like Ricky Gervais. I love, yeah, like yeah. I love the UK office and I love- the UK um, office over American? I haven't really watched the full American. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Steve yeah, Carell so is worth his weight in gold. Yeah, no, he is good. I love Carell. And uh, the guy who does Dwight Schrute kills it. Yeah, but I, I've watched all, all the UK office um, and I love that. But like Ricky can go from doing The Office or doing extras, his show, yeah. um, but then doing stand-up or doing the, uh, you know, the, the, the monologue for the Golden Globes and yeah, ripping yeah. everyone, you know? Like, he, I, I love Ricky Gervais. Yeah, he's good. Speaking of UK comedians, have you seen how well they do on TikTok? Like Jack Joseph. Jack Joseph. Yeah, he's hilarious. Who's the, pumps, the tall, light-skinned guy? Yeah, um, Col- Col- uh, yes, Cole. Cole. And there's a few others as well. I think so, yeah. And then who's the other ones involved in the UK? Oh, no, they have Ollie Ball and Chuck o- uh, Jacob Chuck Scranet. Yeah, you guys should do that. You will give in the, f- like, some of the other yeah, comedians. Yeah, we've been talking about- You will give in Spanion doing a skit would be the fucking funniest thing of all time. Yeah, it's, it's hard to line everyone up. I've been speaking to Shaq, Shaq TV. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's all game for doing, like, a group type thing. Because, like, there's- um. There's Swag on the Beat, who I just came across yeah, yeah. real recently. Like, they've really blown up. Inspired Unemployed has been around for a bit. But it's like, yeah, I think groups is the way to go. Because look at, like, overseas, you've got Sidemen. Yeah. You've got Logan Paul's crew. Yeah. You know, um, there's, they're, they're, like I said, we're, we're always behind. Like, yeah. we need something like that here. But like I said, all the alternatives, like, let, let's just go over. Let's just go to America and be the Aussies over there. Because yeah. I feel like in America, they're less sensitive. Yeah. You know, you got your Nelk boys, 
who don't give a fuck yeah. and make prank content and get Trump on their podcast and yeah. get Andrew Tate on there. You know what I mean? And that Andrew Tate thing, I was two days in front of them. I was in Split two days before they landed. No way. And my, my mates went on the sale and they were most probably in and around Havar at the same time they were with Andrew Tate. Fuck, it would be mad to bump into Oh, them. fuck. They bumped in a heap to Aussies. Yeah? There was fucking Aussies everywhere in Croatia. Yeah, and it's they, the time um, to go July. It just becomes... becomes oh, Ultra was on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It was fucking unreal. But... um. Yeah, they, like, everyone, they had all these Aussies on. And I asked the boys if they seen it, like, Top G and whatnot, but they didn't see him. But that would have been, like, that would be a fucking I'd like funny to in the Top G. I want to know who the first Australian is going to be to interview the Top G. No one's done it yet. I reckon Spanion. Uh, that'd be uh, either Spanion or Butterfield. Butterfield's done some content on him. Yeah, Butterfield, yeah, Butterfield. Yeah. I don't even I'd know I'd love to else. do it. I'd fucking, I'd fly to Romania. You're up there. I'd fly to Romania and do it. Yeah. If he would be up for us, how do you get in contact with the bloke? You know what I mean? It's Hustlers. Like Hustlers University through yeah. Tristan. Sneeko now is this other guy that's on there. Sneeko's been for ages, but I remember watching him. He used to try and expose Mr. Beast because he worked for him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was like one of Mr. Beast's. He's one first. of his employees. Yeah. Now he's taken off a fair bit. Yeah, and then he did the one minute podcast. So he's in the train station. He just interviews people for like one minute. Huh? Yeah, yeah he's, he's been on recent Fresh and Fit. But yeah, I mean, then there's so much going on. And I feel like, like I said, the Australia, we're so behind. Yeah. We still value TV as the ultimate goal of entertainment. Whereas, like, look at what people are doing overseas. Yeah. The KSIs, the Logan Pauls. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to get in and around that, that kind of scene in, like, you know, your Nelk Boys, your Bradley Martins over there. Yeah. Um, because it just, it seems like it's so much, it's more fun, it's more lenient. You, yeah. you don't have to worry about getting cancelled. Like, imagine doing the, the political stuff that we did here yeah. with the elections over in America. Like, imagine how much, how much crazy hilarious. it would be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and just you're talking to so many more people. Um, but I think that's the ultimate goal is to, to end up there. Yeah, yeah, that would be mad. So what, you want to, you really want to base yourself out there? Just, just try it. Like, not even base myself. Just like do six months or a year there. Yeah. Cover the NFL. Cover the NBA. You big fan of their sports? Yeah, I love the NFL. Yeah. My brother's big on the NFL. Like, we, we caught two games while we were over there. Caught Tom Brady. We thought we were watching his last, last, oh, um, fuck, last yeah. game, um, or Poor last bust. touchdown, last touchdown winning drive. But I mean, he came out of retirement. We watched him play the Jets. We went to Dallas Cowboys game. Caught some NBA game. Like, we're big, big sports fans. Like I said. Big punters like yeah. we in Vegas did played a lot of poker at the Bellagio and like it just like just to imagine doing that but capturing content the whole time yeah and just yeah it'd be it'd be it'd be fun. Does the content ever stop? Because I notice sometimes you're on nights out and you're filming stuff as well, like yeah. the consent thing, like when you yeah. But that was just like I was at a box party yeah. for my cousin <laughs> down the road from establishment and. Uh, Oh, we had that idea to do, but like yeah. how, how everyone's everyone's commenting on it because yeah. when something comes up, like a newsworthy thing, whether yeah. it's marquee closing or uh, like you no staring yeah, you yeah. Know, at a Darlinghurst nightclub, it's like everyone will jump on it on TikTok straight away. Green screen background, talk about it. It's like how can we put a bit of a spin on it? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like we, I was bouncing that idea off the boys, and then we we're like we were out. I brought the mic with me. Yeah, and I mic myself up. I'm like, okay, let's go to establishment. Let's go to a club and just quickly do it. Yeah, yeah. And just see what the reaction is. But it's not like I'm doing that all the time. Like sometimes I, you know, we'll just go out, um, just have a night out. Like I said, go to a yeah, Bucks yeah. party, um, go watch the footy. Sometimes I go to the footy, won't bring the mic. But like if I go to a dog's game and I want to get content for yeah. the weekend, you know, I'll go interview some fans. But yeah, I'm not bringing it out all the time. It, do, it does stop. But as long as I kind of can maintain that one, one post a day. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just looking at it and you can I have permission to stare at you. I was, I yeah. Was a lot of people up. were weirded out, like, and rightly so. No one fucking asked that. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, is that where we want to get to? You know what I mean? Like, asking oh, chicks if we can. We may as well just wear sunnies. Yeah. Fuck. So we got a time slot, so we got to wrap it up. But I got to just change the pace a bit. Mm. So I've picked up that you're in your mid to late twenties. Hey. Yeah. Twenty five. Yeah. What would you tell your twenty one year old self? 21-year-old self is just, I think I said it a couple of times, just like consistency. Like I, even playing footy when I was playing 20s, I wanted to, ma I wanted to make it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I had the commitment that I did now that I apply to content. 
yeah of like consistency and trying to come up with ideas all the time and yeah um you know if i applied that mindset of like all i want to do is play footy sleep right eat well yeah you know do fitness you know it's one thing I, I was never good on i probably got uh into shape but i didn't have the legs like i probably got too heavy yeah and couldn't couldn't play more than 40 minutes it's like maybe i would have devoted more time to fitness um, so if you actually want to do something and Den and Kemp I watched his podcast with uh, James Graham the yeah. buy round yeah yeah and he said something along the lines of like I could I could achieve anything if I wanted to be a neurosurgeon yeah, he's like I could, I could be a neurosurgeon to. yeah you know if I applied myself like I, said, I taught myself how to edit yeah uh, I taught myself how to use a green screen um, you know and just like the the daily consistency is something that you're just going to get better at it. Like even just doing a podcast, it's like most podcasts they say will fail or don't exceed 20 episodes because you grow fickle or you see it's not going to grow. It's, there's no yeah, growth, yeah. but it's like, you just got to be consistent with it. You're not going to see things happen overnight. And you know, like a podcast could take three years to blow up. Look yeah. at hello sport. Look at, um, fuck, you know, look at, look at Kemp. They are hilarious, man. So it's like, it could take a, you know, I told my 21 self, it could take a year, it could take five years. Yeah. So just like, if you want to do it, put your head down. Yeah. Yeah. And well, what would your advice be to someone 16, 17? It's a bit of a difference in age gap. Yeah, I can Similar? slowly figure out what you want to do. Like, and this is coming from someone still, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm still got my finger in a few things, whether it's like TikTok, work, entertainment. But I like, what drove me into doing content and and tr- like pursuing trying to be a comedian and um, acting and stuff was growing up. I would think of like things of things I've done to go. Okay, yeah, maybe I wanted to get into that. Like I remember yeah. doing a like a talent show in Year Three or like yeah, yeah. doing drama at school with a few of the rugby boys, taking the piss, having a laugh, but also doing some funny shit. Um, been trying to be a clown and shit like yeah you yeah know, the class clown or whatever and that kind of drove me so i think you, you kind of know what you want to get into and it's just like you got to push uh like rip the band-aid off and get get into it yeah fuck yeah so that wraps up another episode john bernard on tiktok yeah jo- john bernard k uh, Shout TikTok, out Instagram. I, I won't remember everything. And, uh, Shout out everything you the got. The JBK show on YouTube is slowly, slowly climbing. Yeah, B team as well. But yeah, the B team podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, we talk rugby league, sport, everything like that. But yeah, no, mate, thanks for having me on. I love your guys' stuff. Yeah, thank Keep you at it, much. mate. The, the consistency. I mean, I've been seeing you in the in the in the FYP. Yeah, yeah. It's working. I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. It's a fucking. It's slow grind, but you just got to keep to yeah, it. It's good, man. You keep good. to it. As always, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, follow on Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff. Thanks for hopping on, John. No, thanks, mate. Really thanks appreciate it.